Yo guys, it's VFlow here, also known as Flow. Today is my first podcast, and I hope you guys enjoy. I want to before we get into it, I want to tell you guys a bit about myself while I show you these new scenes that we have. Because I will also be trying to stream as well, maybe stream a live game, not actually stream it, but the score up, react to these goals and how the gameplay is going. But I do want to stream at some point as well, stream like a live podcast and just talk. Maybe have some featured people, my cousin, some of my friends, something like that. But this is gonna be a video. Let's go to an introduction of the scenes as well as. Uh, a bit tell you guys a bit about myself. So a bit about myself. I'm my name is Daniel. I'm 16 years old, and uh, I've been I'm quite a new football fan. And and uh, yeah, I'm quite a new football fan. And my favorite team is PSG. That's pretty much all I have to say, I guess. And actually, one one person that did inspire me to make my FIFA football podcast, I'd say. Is at FC Wonder Kid on TikTok. I like his um, clips he posts on TikTok about his podcast, and to me, it's like fascinating. It's interesting. I like the way he talks. Uh, he does have a friend that he does it with, but I like the way he. They both talk. They talk about like this player's done good. What like positioning the team should start with. What they uh, predictions for like different games and everything. Like just the way they talk, and I just like how they. There's something about them. They talk about football as well, which is interesting to me. And yeah, they really inspired me to start my own podcast. And I think they're new as well. They started a few months ago. So yeah, I want to give a shout out to them. That's pretty much all. You guys have to see the scenes. If you guys want to see like a, a clip of a good shot, we have this scene. Uh, if I want to go to get some water, go to the washroom, we have this be right back scene. And then if I'm live streaming, while like if I'm live streaming so I can have like a few minutes before the stream actually starts I have a starting soon screen but the main screen will probably be this screen which will be for the rest of the video today and and yeah but let's get into the main part of the video which is the France versus Germany game that occurred yesterday now I'm gonna say right away the France versus Germany game was intense I think it was an amazing game for the first game of the Euros for both teams Germany and France and both of them had amazing opportunities, amazing uh, shots on target, and amazing players, amazing play moves. And I want to get right into the best player, I believe, the star player, the player of the match. I believe it was Paul Pogba. Paul Pogba had amazing passes. He saw the opportunities. He saw those passes. He saw those crosses across the whole field, crosses it over. And we're going to get, talking about crosses, we're going to get right into the main cross that he gives which is the cross to Hernandez and Hernandez does see Kylian Mbappe in the center of the in the middle of the box but I don't think he meant to pass it to Hummels Hummels blocked it I think he wanted it to get to Mbappe but we see Hummels in front of Mbappe and Hummels accidentally touches it he didn't accidentally touch it but he touches it and accidentally rebounds into the net and that's what you don't want to see I feel like even if you get an own goal, I feel like it impacts you for the rest of the half and or even the rest of the game. And that's what it did to Germany. After Hummels got that own goal, it impacted the rest of Germany's game style, I feel. For the rest of the half, I feel. That's just my opinion. Because you never want to see your own goal. You never expect an own goal. And 
and you, it's it's a national game. It's a Euro competitive game, and you all you never want to see that. You're gonna get frustrated, and especially you're not out of the qualification rounds. You're still in the group stage. That's even worse to see an own goal right off the first game of Euros. But yeah, as I said, Paul Pogba making those amazing passes near the beginning of the game. He did get those header, and it almost went in. France did have quite a few opportunities. A few of them were offside, but I feel like they did have some opportunities. We had another opportunity by Rabiot, and uh, sadly, Rabiot did try to get a goal in. It was a pass by Kylian Mbappe. Rabiot runs forward into the box, and he tries to get it right onto the left of like a thin shot into the goal right by Manuel Neuer, but unfortunately, it goes out right on the side of the net. And we do see that Griezmann is right in the box. Clear shot. So for some reason, Rabbit he either didn't know he wanted to get a goal. Because Euros, once I said again, is a really intense game as well. Especially on the group stage, you want to get out. And especially for Group F as well. We have France, Germany, Portugal, and Hungary. I finally feel sad for Hungary because I think Hungary is going to get fourth place. But we have France... Germany and Portugal in Group F, so that's also an intense. You don't want to get out. And Rabiot is like, no, let me try to get this goal. If I pass it here, I might mess up. Let me just try my best. If it goes in, I can do this. Like believe that's what he's trying to do, and he wants to get that goal because he wants France to win. Because you're not, you're not gonna know if they're gonna get another opportunity like that in l later in the game. But they do. They actually get a few more opportunities. We see a nice opportunity by Kylian Mbappe, and once again. The assist by Pogba. It was offside, but you, like Pogba can see, he sees opportunities. He knows the opportunities might have a chance because he has trust in players like Karim Benzema and Kylian Mbappe, as well as Antonio Griezmann and his just every teammate. He he knows they can do something, especially in a national game. They're gonna play. All players are gonna play their best and do the best that they can. But yeah, Mbappe does get that pass through. He does get the slide and. Gets it just outside, just wide enough into the net so it doesn't reach Manuel Neuer's hands. And talking about Manuel Neuer, Kylian Mbappe didn't have a shot like this in the beginning, just wasn't wide enough. Manuel Neuer makes the save as well. And Neuer has been doing great this season at Bayern Munich. He helped them get in the league at Bundes for the Bundesliga league. He's been doing good. Bayern in general are a really strong team. One of the best team in the Bundesliga, and even one of the strongest teams in the Champions League as well. I feel like they've done really great in the Champions League, especially uh, back in 2019 or in 2020. I mean, but yeah, we see a few opportunities by France, and another opportunity assist once again, an assist by Paul Pogba. Pogba, Pogba, what did I just say? Paul Pogba passes it to to Karim Benzema. And not Karim Benzema, passes it to Kylian Mbappe, and it, Mbappe passes it to Benzema, and then goes into the net. A nice shot, a nice duo, the best French attacking duo, Benzema and Mbappe. One of the best duos, I feel like, the best players as well. And see, if you're going to see duo goals from Mbappe and Benzema, this is a sign, a closer sign, that Mbappe might go to Madrid. And now that Ramos has left Madrid a few hours ago, we have the news that Ramos left Madrid. Now that Ramos left Madrid, we have Alaba, we have Mendy, Ferland Mendy, we have. Who else do we have? And then we have 
Raphael Varane. On the back, we can do a three-back. Courtois and net. And then we have Benzema and Mbappe striker as well. Because now that they have the budget, Sergio Ramos. Don't get me wrong. He's a great player. Sergio Ramos dropped Sergio Ramos. They dropped him. Like he left. Cop and Mbappe. And then PSG can cop Sergio Ramos. And Ramos, don't get me wrong, is a great player once again. Ramos can play even center mid. If we can get him as a CDM, that would be great as well. Change somebody to CDM. Because I feel like Paris Saint-Germain also needs a few more, like a stronger center mid. But we're not here to talk about Paris Saint-Germain. We're here to talk about France and Benzema and Mbappe, the best duo ever. We see in the beginning uh, the goal, the header by Pogba. Not the goal, but the header by Pogba. And then later on Rabiot. And then the opportunities that Karim and Benzema had. As well as a really good opportunity... I'm, I'm telling you, you're never going to see something bad by Mbappe. You're always going to see something crazy by Mbappe down his sleeve. He has, he has something down his sleeve. I'm telling you, he has something down his sleeve. His pace, his dribble, his shooting, everything about Mbappe is the best. He has that speed, but Hummels got his revenge bag and didn't have a fair tackle on, on Mbappe. And Kimmich, talking about tackles, Kimmich almost got a red card, but so, somehow got out. And... If Kimmich got that red card, if you look over here, this Saturday, the next game for Germany is against Portugal. And if Kimmich got a red card, that would have been a bit damaging for Germany. And even this could have even got Germany to third or even fourth if Kimmich had that red. Because their next game is against Portugal. And I feel like Kimmich is a key player. He's been doing great at Bayern Munich as well as Muller, Thomas Muller and Robert Lewandowski, all three of those players have been doing great at Bayern Munich. But yeah, let's get off of France and let's go look at Germany. Germany had most of the possession, I feel like, as well. They had a few opportunities as well as that Gundogan shot. He, he gets it on a bad angle. If only Gundogan got a good angle there, I think that would have been a tiebreaker. As well as Gnabry. Gnabry got a cross into the box and just goes above the net, above the bar. And it would have been out of Lloris' catch as well. That would have been a great shot. Both the Gundogan shot and the Gnabry, both the Gundogan and the Gnabry shot. Both of them were great opportunities. And even if Germany scored, I feel like it would have been a 1-1 still. Because both teams... I have great defense. We have N'Golo Conte. We have Raphael Varane as well on France. And then on the Germany, we have we have Kimmich. We have we have Kimmich. I don't know who else we have because I'm on the Germany fan. But yeah, we have... Both teams have strong defense as well as strong attacking. Muller as well. And then you see France with the best attacking. Antonio Griezmann, Benzema and Mbappe. Now, as I said, Portugal's next game, or Germany's next game, is against Portugal. That's going to be a tough game. Portugal, we have Bruno Fernandes, we have Cristiano Ronaldo, Nun Mens, Pepe, who's in net, Lopez in net, and then we have Nani as well. Great players from Portugal, big players from Portugal, but I feel like Cristiano Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo hasn't done the best this season. Now, as you know, he, he's one of the best players in total. But a after he joined Juventus, 
I feel like he hasn't done the best. I think you everybody knows he hasn't done the best. Everybody's gonna say, yo, he's getting older and stuff. But I feel like he still has the potential. People go up to like 40 years old, like Buffon. But like, like I'm not trying to say that Ronaldo's bad. I'm just saying he missed that. He missed that foul, that free kick in the World Cup qualification games, or I think it was the friendlies games before the Euros. He missed that free kick that like awfully missed into the crowds. That's how bad it was, and that's why I feel like. Cristiano Ronaldo could be better, but as I said, Portugal and Germany this Saturday, I'm going to be watching it and maybe even streaming it, depending on how busy I am. Yeah, Portugal and Germany, uh, that's going to be intense game, as well as next week, we're going to have another really big game, Portugal versus France on Thursday, and that's going to be a really big one. We see Mbappe and his idol Cristiano Ronaldo Playing uh, against each other, and that's going to be a really big game as well. As Benzema and R Rafael Varane meeting Cristiano Ronaldo again, uh, old teammates, past and present teammates, not present, but like past teammates. Pogba as well. Pogba meeting Cristiano Ronaldo after he left Man United back in the days, back in the days. Uh, but yeah, that next week, this Saturday, intense games for both Portugal, France, and Germany. And yeah, the France-Germany game, intense game, both great opportunities for both teams, and great passing, especially by Paul Pogba once again, uh, star player of the game, uh, great big game, I'd say, really great game, man. I, I like to add in the beginning, there, there's the parachute guy, the paraglider guy just gets into the same, I don't know if he got that on purpose, or like he meant to do it, and he got sued or something, but I, I don't know what happened to that guy, and then... Yeah, I guess yeah, France doing doing great. Germany doing great. Portugal doing great. And predictions for Group F, I feel like it's gonna be France taking it out in first place. Actually, I'm I'm gonna put Portugal in first place. France in second. I'm not sure. I it's either gonna be Portugal or Germany in third. I feel like France is definitely gonna get a qualification, a guarantee second or first for France. I'm gonna give Portugal a second, France a first, Germany a third, and then Hungary fourth, sadly. But I think that's how it's gonna be, both France and Germany, great strong teams. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, feel free to follow me up on my social medias, I'll leave all links down below. Next podcast will probably be next week on the France and Portugal game, I don't think I'll have, I'm gonna do a podcast on the France and Germany. I'll talk about the France and Germany game next week on Thursday when I do another podcast video. And yeah, I guess I'll see you guys next time. Peace.